Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 62. Hello, friends. Welcome. We have had a great few days. We really have. We had a nice long weekend, and uh, we kicked it on off with a concert. Yeah, we, we saw one of my favorite bands of all time on Thursday night in Buffalo, James. Yeah. Just James, if you've never heard of them before. Uh, they are a fairly big band in the uh, UK. They've sold millions of records. They've had lots of songs on the radio. Uh, maybe not so much over here, but uh, you probably heard the song Laid back in the 1990s, uh-huh. uh, their biggest hit over here. But uh, their concert was absolutely amazing. It was so fun. It was, uh, the Buffalo News called it a transcendent and church-like experience, and I would have to agree. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, we were, 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 uh, we were right up close and personal. That was so awesome. With everything, because we were like right up front. And it was a real treat. Yeah, at one point, uh, like three songs in, the lead singer uh, stood on the guardrail directly in front of us while a guy standing in front of us held him up and sang. And it was just awesome. Like, I couldn't believe it was happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, I could have cried. I held myself back from crying. <laughs> you have to understand, uh, Kevin pretty much did cry when he saw that they were coming to Buffalo. <laughs> I did get very excited. He like... My eyes got excited and leaked. It was like w- watching the Roadrunner run around the apartment. <laughs> and it was just like a poof of smoke. And he was like, Tiffany, 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 James is coming to Buffalo. <laughs> and um, I just didn't expect that to happen. I figured we would have to venture up to Toronto to see them if, mm-hmm. uh, if they were going to be coming anywhere near us. Yeah. So it was a, quite a treat. It was really fun. It was a great time. Uh, they they also played uh, with a, uh, well, their opening band was Dear Boy. Dear Boy. And uh, I thought that was fun. They, that, were gr- they were really good. Like We didn't see their whole set, but we saw a couple of their uh, last songs because we, you know, got out of work, went home, changed, and then went to the concert. So we missed the opening band, but they were really good. I enjoyed them. And then co-headlining the event was the Psychedelic Furs. Yes. And uh, we we uh, hung back a bit for them. Uh, didn't get all up and close because we were really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were starving. By that point. It was, it's been very hot in Buffalo the last uh, few days. It's been... I'm not uh, mad about it. Like the... Not the wind chill, but the opposite of the wind chill has made it feel like 100 and plus degrees in the last few days. <laughs> not the wind chill, but the opposite. The wind heat... The heat index. The, the heat index. I think that's what you're, I think that's the right term. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was a sweltering concert. Yeah, it really was. Um, but it was absolutely incredible. It was. It was so fun. It was a lot of fun. Concerts are really fun. I'm not as familiar with the music of James. I uh, my exposure to them has been primarily through you because you put it on the first mixtape <laughs> uh, that you gave me and. Um, so, yeah, I mean, throughout the years, I've listened to them and I really enjoyed it. And, of course, seeing a live band is always a lot of fun. And uh, But I know it meant a lot to you. And it was really fun to be able to share that with you. Yeah. If, if you guys have ever seen footage of when the Beatles were on the Ed Sullivan show for the first time. That was Kevin. That was me. I was screaming. He was a screaming lady. I was clutching my face, screaming, shaking uncontrollably. I was also wearing a poodle skirt, which was... A weird choice for me. I don't normally wear that. But it allowed for a lot of uh, airflow circulation yes. on that hot, <laughs> hot, breezy canal side. It kept my undercarriage was... dry. <laughs> <laughs> the canal side is where the concert took place, but also what was kept dry by Kevin <laughs> uh, was wearing the poodle skirt. 
<laughs> you could also call the, my front the canal side uh, because of the, yeah. the wetness. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Get out of here with your Niagara so River. Gross. Oh. Oh. But yeah, it was overall it was a, a great, uh, great experience. It great was super show. fun. Yeah. Um, so because of the concert on Thursday, we took Friday off. And uh, so we've had a, a little bit longer weekend than usual. And it's it's been really nice. We've felt well rested, but we've also been very productive with getting lots of work done and uh, with packing. And uh, we hung out with our friend Ian of Kitty Box Press yesterday, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was great. He did some live screen printing during the uh, Lloyd's Taco ninth anniversary party here in Buffalo. Yeah. So we had a good time over there. Uh-huh. Uh, also, earlier this afternoon, Tiffany and I carried a 100-pound plasma screen television down a flight of stairs. Yeah. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, so... Um I'm done with my workout for the day. We're pumped. Yeah, that was that was a good workout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we we're just giving away TVs over at Fake Headlines Podcast. <laughs> we've given away before the movie. We've given away all the stuff that was uh, problematic in moving. Yeah. Like the the tele the the television that weighs 100 pounds that we've had for 12 years. Yeah. I did not want to take it on our next journey with us. No. We're gonna buy a lighter television come August 1st. Yeah. I mean, it works fine. It's yeah. just very, very heavy. Yeah. I don't want to have to lug it to our next place. Yeah. After this place. Yeah. So uh, all the stressful parts of moving big things for our move are done. And now it's just uh, throwing shit in boxes. So yeah. uh, that's where we're at. Stressful as well, but uh, not as much. Not as much. Yeah. Yeah. More, more of a manageable situation. Yeah. So we're feeling really good right now. Yeah, we're I'm feeling, feeling energized. so good. <laughs> we feel energized from that, you know, adrenaline that pumped through our, our veins as we took our life in our own hands along with the television <laughs> as we uh, went down a flight of stairs with this very heavy thing. And, uh, but we did it. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. Okay. I'm very excited. Let's, uh, you want to get into wanna it? Want to jump into it? Okay. Yeah, I uh, do. So this is Fake Headlines Podcast. Uh, we just don't uh, recap our weekends, although we like to share our lives with you. Uh, I have uh, three headlines. Tiffany has three headlines, but only one of the three is real. We are going to pitch these headlines to each other. We're going to discuss what the articles might be about, and then we're mm-hmm. going to try to guess the real. Yeah. And I believe I'm going first this week with you my articles. You are going first this week, Kevin. All right, here we go. I want to do my pencil. Here we are. All right, Tiffany, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Here are my three headlines. Okay. Headline number one. Scientists just teleported an object into space for the first time. Oh. What? Headline number one. Scientists just teleported an object into space for the first time. That's scary. We okay. could have we could have used that technology with that television we just moved. I know. <laughs> Jeez. Headline number two. National Health Organization urges public not to eat sidewalk eggs during heat wave or ever. Ew. National Health Organization urges public not to eat sidewalk eggs during heat wave or ever. Sidewalk eggs. Okay. And headline number three. Clothing line can embed payment data in clothing for quick sales. Clothing line can embed payment data in clothing for quick sales. Wow. 
Yeah, just wave your hand at the old cash register and you're done. For quick sales. Well, isn't that something? <laughs> do you do you ever feel like a like because it's it it's happened to us more than once, but every time we uh, read off the headlines there's always like a moment of please don't have the same one please don't have the same yes. one please don't have the same one <laughs> so i'm always like really relieved when i hear all three headlines and i'm like Ooh, no extra work but uh now i have to guess which one of these is real so <laughs> let's let's make some discoveries <laughs> speaking of discoveries scientists teleport an object to space so uh that's that's insane that's like well it in a way, it is kind of time travel, right? Because it takes you time, like light years, for some things to travel through space, right? So if you're teleporting something from one place to another, then it is, in fact, time travel, right? Wow, I guess it, I, I guess you're right, because you're... Uh, you're I'm assuming that te- the teleportation is sort of an instant uh, transfer, so if you're existing in one space in one second and a completely different space in another second. It's time travel. Has time changed or have, oh boy. Because the time would know. still be the same if you arrive there, right? I guess time, yeah, I guess time would stay the same. But would your, would your watch stop working? I don't know. Would it throw things off? Is that what they teleported was a watch? I don't know. What do you think they teleported first? A watch. <laughs> she just said it, duh, Kev. <laughs> I don't know. One of those uh, wind, old wind-up clo- uh, alarm clocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe it was. Uh, <laughs> um, maybe it was their teenage daughter's diary. Uh, get rid of that thing for a while. <laughs> Send it directly into space. Yeah, that'll show her. To keep her secrets written down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I. Uh, what do you think it was? So know. it wasn't a. It wasn't a clock. Wasn't well, maybe cl- it was a clock or a watch. Could have been a clock radio. I, maybe. That's that's what my guess is going to be. That's interesting. I, I never thought of that. Like that adds another layer to things. Having a a clock being sent. Like, what if you set an alarm on it and then teleported it? Would it get there before the alarm went off, or would it go off at the same time? Is it instant? So would time truly stop for a second? Oh, that's interesting. That time would actually stop yeah. for a moment. Uh, folks at home, if you haven't already, please take the pills and marijuana that you've uh, been prescribed ahead of time before listening. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just talking science. We're just uh, we're just hypothesizing on some shit. You know, no big deal. Yeah. Just a typical afternoon we, for us. We are clearly well educated in. <laughs> well, I hope it wasn't like a live thing. Like you know how like early space travel they would send uh, chimpanzees into space. Yeah, we're not. We shouldn't be doing. I that. I don't think we're teleporting uh, animals yet. Yeah, or anything living. Yeah, I don't think the first thing you should try is something like that. Maybe try some kind of inanimate object. Yeah, like um, you know, you know what it makes me think of is uh, uh um. Is it Tommy TV from uh, uh, Willy Wonka? With the the t- you've seen Willy Wonka, so like yeah, I don't remember this. So there's a, a technically he's like tiny, but like you're still teleported. So 
um like the kid hops into the machine and then they hit a button and he's like teleported so he's like in the tv oh okay so but like you have to in the moment before he's transported to the tv they see like his molecules just floating above them oh and then he ends up like in there right so I think that's kind of what this is. That's what I imagine. Right, because I believe teleportation would re- would require you would be like an object to be broken down and rebuilt. So yes, to speak. yes, exactly. Like, yeah. um, completely, mm-hmm. completely ripped to shreds right. and then put back together <laughs> with the the hopes that everything ends up where it should be. You become yes. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> like you teleport somewhere and like your like your the nipples are on your face or something like that <laughs> oh no i'm so sorry <laughs> uh pardon me <laughs> you have I got toenails for teeth. I could. Oh, oh god <laughs> that's so vile could you just imagine a toenail where your tooth should be that's like one of the most vile sensations i've ever imagined <laughs> and i've imagined a lot <laughs> oh, yeah that's upsetting that is terrifying. <laughs> that's why we don't send people first we yes. send inanimate, inanimate inanimate objects first so let's let's uh you know let's send a a a chest of drawers and hope that all the drawers end up where they're supposed to be. <laughs> they send the chest of drawers through and then it shows up with like nipples on it. Like what? Where are the, why the nipples? <laughs> How do these happen? Why the nipples? I don't why? know. Why? <laughs> they're important and uncensored. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, like a food item, maybe they would teleport first. Oh yeah. Like a, you know, a, a simple BLT. I mean, <laughs> Suddenly, for some reason, you have the bacon as parts, the ends of the sandwich, rather than bread, and the bread's all in the middle. <laughs> I don't know. The lettuce is spring mix all of a sudden instead of iceberg? What happened? <laughs> Molecules. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's no tomato throwing the whole equation off. What happened to the tomato? How did it show up without the tomato? It started as a BLT. <laughs> <laughs> where is the quantum tomato <laughs> the tomato just floats by actually the sandwich just shows up with ketchup on it and you're like oh no everything has <laughs> gone awry <laughs> rye bread yeah it's gone awry bread it's gone awry bread <laughs> it just dough and like uh, a slob of ketchup shows oh. up <laughs> we're getting closer guys we're getting and for closer. some reason a live pig i don't know <laughs> And all of a sudden, that diary again shows up. What? <laughs> just, floats <laughs> just floats by. It just floats by. Dad, come on. <laughs> well, your mother and I had a talk, and we thought that it might be good to separate you from your thoughts for a little while. <laughs> Listen, the alternative was to shoot you into space. <laughs> oh, that's <Aww>. sad. <laughs> so I imagine, like, the landing station must be, like, they must have teleported something to like the international space station it wouldn't be like a like you know that what I mean? would be oh i see like that's the, where the destination would yeah. be it wouldn't be just like let's shoot stuff to the moon just into orbit or to space or just into <laughs> just orbit junk floating around yeah just watch it <laughs> i mean i'm sure we do have junk floating around why not but you know speaking of uh of <laughs> speaking of orbit i read something uh, the other day about how up until the year 2000 i believe it was the year 2000 uh, every human being that was currently alive was on the planet. But since that point, there's always been a few people at the International Space Station. So there's never, everybody that's alive has not been on the planet at the same time since 2000. Which seemed like inter- that was interesting to me. Wait, what? 
<laughs> I don't know if I explained that right. I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. I, I don't understand. So up until 2000, everybody was living on the planet at the same time. We're all here. We're all okay. here. But since 2000, there's always been at least one person up in the International Space Station for long periods of time. Okay. So since 2000, all of the current living human beings are not sharing the planet at the same time. There's always been somebody off the planet. Oh. Consistently. Okay. Wow. That's kind of interesting. To yeah. Me. I was like, oh, never thought of it that way. What a lonely person. But I'm, I'm sure there's they've swapped people out and there's more than one person there. Yeah. I would hope. Yeah. Unless you sound like the most obnoxious person into space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary, we decided you're going to be the one living up there for a while. Uh, we're going to wish you the best. Uh, carry on, Gary. Carry uh, on. Uh, does it have anything to do with how you're always cooking fish in the microwave and the break room? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Gary. It's 100% that reason. <laughs> <laughs> they're shooting up fish to them. That's what they're uh, doing. Oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> Live fish. It cooks on the way. Oh. <laughs> All the quantum heat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> quantum heat that was the quantum leap uh dirty movie that i was in in the oh, was late that? 1980s yeah. yeah you you had quite the career yeah. before i met you did a lot of uh, porn parody before, 1980s. I mean, <laughs> so what were you 15 that seems illegal <laughs> i was 52 oh kevin <laughs> how upsetting I know, i'm sorry oh what what was our um so the teleport an object. What? Why are they doing this to you? <laughs> That's exactly what I was just going to say to you. Was <laughs> what do you think the the end game here is for this kind of stuff? Yeah, because it can't just be a simple answer as to because it felt like it. Right, right. Just to see if we could. I mean, could this open up a whole new thing for Amazon delivery? <laughs> That, that it, the whole thing is funded by Amazon. It probably that makes is. Sense. That Bezos has mil- billions of dollars. <laughs> I uh, I wonder if part of it is uh, because part of the issue with space exploration, I think, is the amount of costs uh, and the time that it takes to send someone to space to do the exploring. Mm-hmm. Um, or even, you know, the, uh, different, um, shuttles that they send. And, uh, so maybe it's a way to cut costs and a way to further explore, uh, faster. Mm -hmm. I think you're correct. That's a great, uh, great idea because it's, it is a costly thing. So I think NASA, has been partnering with like private industry for the last Mm -hmm. 20 years to kind of offset some of that. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that uh, this, the idea of teleportation could be something employed on earth too. maybe eventually where you're traveling somehow, instead of flying, you're able to kind of instantly or maybe somewhat instantly, or maybe a couple minutes, you know, travel across the world or objects could be sent to you like Amazon. You could have a little, you could have like a little um, thing in your house, like an appliance where you order something and then like you open the door up and then there it is. It just like arrives mm-hmm. for you through this device. You know what I would do? I would teleport home so I could poop at home and not at work. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> then you teleport back too soon and you're like you appear like in a squatted like a seated position like pooping oh that's <laughs> oh, awkward no I hit, the, I hit the button too soon <laughs> then you press the button again and you disappear real quick <laughs> Bye. and you come back and you're fine <laughs> what do you mean hey guys <laughs> Must have been a glitch. I don't know what you're talking about. I was definitely <laughs> pooping the entire time at my house. <laughs> at my house, completely. <laughs> that could be, you know, uh, that could be who's funding this. It's like the uh, squatty potty. That squatty makes sense. Potty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you put your feet on the the squatty potty to brace yourself for a quantum leap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to leave a quantum heap in the bowl, if you know That's what I mean. That's gross. Ew. That's not necessary. Check, please. Thank you. Uh, okay, let's move on to this next one <laughs> before we go too far. I think we did. Once we start start talking about poop, yeah, I think it's time. That's the signal to move. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> National Health Organization uh, tells people to stop eating eggs that they cook on the sidewalk. Yeah, just during this now and always. Now and always, it's never a good idea. But I think during because of this heat wave, there's been a lot of. Uh, internet stuntery happening where people are trying to uh, sidewalk cooking sidewalk cooking yeah there is a whole like there is like a whole niche in the world of solar cookers they're called where they do talk they do discuss ways to cook things just using the sun but it it's not just like cracking an egg on a sidewalk and letting it fry it's um you know you creating like a reflective uh like a box with like you know aluminum foil in it and stuff like that to kind of reflect the heat Okay. Directly at stuff to try to cook certain things out outdoors. Okay. Um, what about a magnifying glass? That would work. Sure. I mm-hmm. would think, right? Yeah. Did uh, I think my... This makes me sound like a uh, pyromaniac, but it's not. <laughs> but, like, my dad taught me how to use a magnifying glass to, like, you know, light a leaf as a way to, like, make a fire. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. So, like... You you know like you have a a dry brush or something mm-hmm. use a magnifying glass cut the catch the leaf on fire. It's a good skill to have if you have a magnifying glass and you're lost in the woods. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You don't, I don't think you sound like a pyromaniac. Okay. I think it just sounds like your dad teaching you a cool lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you always carry a magnifying glass with you? Just in case. Just to be you know on the safe mm-hmm. side. Okay. Yeah. I'd always wondered. Mm-hmm. I always wondered. <laughs> uh, also, I'm a secret detective. <laughs> Cats out of the bag. Uh, I always wonder why you put that like hat on in a trench coat and then get out your magnifying glass. I always wondered what you were doing. You end up carrying around a pipe, but oh, now you know. <laughs> Sometimes I like to, you know. Uh, smoke that pipe when I, I feel like I've really closed a case. <laughs> you just deserve a celebration. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used a magnifying glass once to light a cigarette when I was a kid. <laughs> and it was while my parents were holding a garage sale. <laughs> so I went out in the backyard, lit a cigarette, and walked around the front th- thinking I was a cool guy with a cigarette. But how old were you? Let's. Uh, I was like... 10. I was probably like 10. That's so awful. It's so stupid. I don't know what I was thinking. I thought it was going to be funny, and boy, did I miscalculate that one. <laughs> they were not happy with me. <laughs> Everybody that was shopping in the garage was like, well, I'm not going to buy anything here from a household that tolerates 10-year-old smoking. Despicable. <laughs> this kid show up at the orphanage? <laughs> hey, isn't that that kid from Quantum Heat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> there probably are people like that around. <laughs> um, <it's, laughs> I, I, I can vividly imagine what it looked like to see 10-year-old Kevin <laughs> just like sauntering around the garage with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth <laughs> thinking he was so cool. And then also seeing your mom be very upset about it yeah they were they were not happy yeah <laughs> also during that garage sale i remember like letting like having lots of toys set up out there and then one by one i was like taking the toys back in like being like i can't let this thing go and uh, i didn't really make much money and uh today you're a full-blown hoarder yep that's how it started just keeping all those toys yep and all those and i keep all those uh Use cigarettes for my parents, too. That's Is that weird? That's so gross. Keep them all in this mason jar. That's disgusting. <laughs> that would be a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. Uh, it, um... <laughs> so you... you Ten-year-old you ref- Kevin. <laughs> cool guy. <laughs> that was the coolest I'd ever been. <laughs> been chasing that cool ever since. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever have you ever tried cooking an egg like on the sidewalk when it's been hot out? No, I've never tried to cook anything on y- using the sun or yeah. heat outside, other than like a fire over a campfire. Or yeah, something. I think that's probably the appropriate way. I, I can't imagine like I can't imagine an egg would cook fully just dropping it on the sidewalk. It, I think, would it? Yeah, depending on where you are. I mean, yeah, that I mean. Okay, for example, uh, this summer, well, last week there was a festival here in Buffalo and they told people to keep their dogs at home and their pets at home. And mm-hmm. I think part of that has to do with the safety factor because um, of the the pads of the f- feet of the dogs could mm. burn oh. and melt. Yeah. So um, it is possible, okay. you know, you think about how hot that is to, to yeah. melt the skin of something, you know. Right. So if yeah. you were to try and, and crack an egg and, you know, it's 100 degrees outside. Well, even if it's like 90 degrees outside, the sidewalk is going to absorb that heat. So it's probably a lot hotter. Right. That That's true. That is true. But I think because of the heat wave, people have been like posting videos of themselves eating eggs. But I can't imagine people are like. They have been? Yeah. It's hot outside. I'm just going to eat an egg. Well, it's like for like a. Watch you me know, eat this egg. Yeah. To be cool. Be newsworthy. Gross. But um, I don't think I would cook anything. I don't think I would try. I don't think as a, even as like a, a goof, I would, uh, or a bet, I would eat an egg off of anything other than proper cookware. Yeah. Plus you're eating something Gross. off the ground. Well. People are nasty. They spit. They walk. Uh, they. Maybe they're putting a frying pan on the ground. But, that, but then wouldn't that kind of defeat part of the purpose though? Because. It well, wouldn't be as hot as the ground was. Right. Unless maybe you it, set it out for a while. Maybe you used the aluminum foil and rolled that down. Okay. But yeah, just think of all the stuff an egg would pick up from the sidewalk. Gross. Gum. Ugh. Spit, sticks. like you said. Oh, sticks. Yeah. I, don't know why, I don't know why sticks was worse than spit for me. I don't, I don't know, know why. why either. Like that seems, somehow seems uh, inverted. Uh, <laughs> some kid's last marble. Oh, it's just rolled out, you know. Gross. Drop their mar. Kids don't play with marbles anymore. Who yeah. am I kidding? No, they don't. Back in my day, did you play kids with marbles? Played with them. I did. Yeah, we had marbles too. Yeah, my my grandfather um 
was always kind of a handy person. And uh, I think it, at some point he built this, but it was built like a long time ago. But I remember playing with it when I was a kid and it was like kind of like, um, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but it was kind of like a, a, a zigzag ramp mm-hmm. that you would. So like it was kind of like a little zigzag roller coaster. So on the top level, <laughs> You'd have this wood, like it was all made out of wood. So on this top level, straight across, you had the marbles. And you so you'd put them all in. And then like you kind of hit the the back marble. And then they would just like fall down on a zigzag pattern. Hmm. Just like, you know. On like, a journey of a lifetime. On a journey down. And then they would all catch in the bottom. And then you do it again. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. I don't know. It was just something I did when I was a kid because it was fun. It does seem kind of fun. Just uh, load up the marbles and watch them roll down. <laughs> load up the marbles. Remember that old drinking sound? <laughs> yeah, I, I love I that remember one. that one. Yeah, it sounds kind of like a like a like a early version of Mousetrap or something. I've never played that. Do you remember the, that board game? Wasn't there like a marble involved on the board game? I've never played it. I don't know. There was like a game where like you drop. I think it's. A, I could be in wildly wrong. But you drop a marble on this thing and it kind of goes around and it like knocks into a thing and then another thing happens like kind of like in uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he's mm-hmm. cooking breakfast. Something It's kind of like that and it all ends up with like a like a little plastic cage dropping down on a mouse. I don't know. I can't quite remember. Maybe they use something like that to cook the eggs on the sidewalk. That could be. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> they crack they the like recreated it. Yeah. It goes down a wooden slide. Yeah. <laughs> do a frying pan. Yeah, cracks, yeah. <laughs> they cooks right on the sidewalk. <laughs> nice. Uh, perfect. Yeah. Your yeah, omelet's done. Yeah. I mean, you wanted the um, the flying and old cigarette butt omelet? Is that who ordered that? <laughs> 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 oh, gross. Gross, <laughs> gross. Uh, okay, so the last headline is clothing line embedded with like a payment chip yeah so this uh this clothing company on uh kickstarter you can kind of pair it with your phone so that if you're wearing you know one of their items you can at checkout just kind of like wave your arm in front of the payment thing and make the payment that's weird yeah but it's only in certain like you have to own the already have the clothing on yeah and it has to be it'll be paired with your device so like if somebody like grabbed your shirt off of you they couldn't like just like start making payments with it because they don't have the corresponding phone with it okay so it's kind of like apple pay but like in your clothes yes yes apple pay in your pants apple (laughs) apple pay in your pants okay yes exactly uh sir why are you grinding your crotch on the uh Credit card machine? <laughs> we don't have that service set up here. <laughs> I know, but I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> um, this it's not a. It sw- wouldn't take my quarters. <laughs> uh, sir, it's not one of those machines where you insert the chip or swipe. I'm sorry. Please stop doing both. <laughs> Please stop doing both. <laughs> uh, so this is this is weird. This is like a weird advancement in technology where you would just no longer need cash or a card you would just be you would be a walking wallet a walking wallet you're right yeah. like that's what you call it the walking wallet the, right yeah that's what you can that's what the walking uh, wallet 
Right? <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> yes, you gotta say it like Christopher Walken yeah. too. <laughs> Walken wallet. <laughs> I feel like he would uh, be the one who uh, sells this. I like that idea. He can be the face of it. He yeah. has the face for something. Wallets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do. How do you feel about these advances in? Uh, quicker payments like the watch and the the fitbit you can wave in front of the thing and the phone you can pair up with the thing and all that stuff i think it would probably lead to a lot more overdrawn accounts mm-hmm. i do too because then you're not there's you're not actually not that spending money is a consequence but you're not actually seeing the consequence of your actions mm-hmm. by just freely spending money mm-hmm uh you so you're not seeing the deficit that's occurring in your in your bank account you know Mm -hmm. it's like a like you can see it physically when you have you know you start with a 20 dollar bill and then at the end of the day you have a five dollar bill and some change like you see the deficit occur so then tomorrow you'll be like okay i should spend less yeah or I only have this much left versus if you're out and about and you're wearing a shirt and then you're not even seeing it it's like like it's you're behaving as if you would be purchasing these things for free because you're not actually feeling or observing the consequence of your spending. Hmm. Does that make sense? It does. That's really interesting because as you were saying that, I was thinking to myself, we're kind of already doing that with debit cards because it's not like we yeah. pull up our account and watch the money. We don't even check to see how much money we have in our accounts most I of do. the time. <laughs> well, before you go buy something, you, you look. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I look at it once a day. Well, okay. But I mean like in the store, like if you were oh. at the grocery store about to check out, you wouldn't check your balance real quick. No. And you would, you know, you assume the money's in there because you've already looked earlier in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just kind of put your card in. And so now instead of putting the card in, you're just kind of waving your hand in front of it. Yeah. So it's, uh, th- but that doesn't take away what you just said. That just means that we've been doing this for a while without really realizing it, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now it's just like a, a, a one less thing maneuver we have to do. Yeah. But I think it all plays into your point though that we're ever since we've had the, the debit card, even even you know prior to, to when it was more of a cash world, you saw you saw the money going away. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now you don't. You with a debit card, you don't see that anymore. So yeah. it probably does psychologically allow you to spend in a different way than you did. Uh-huh. Maybe 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, absolutely. And then with the advent of like the Apple Watch or holding your phone up, like it's just getting to the, and then you're just going to wave your hand. Like it just becomes so, it seems so unconsequential, this purchase. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's just, it's, it's, inter- it's really interesting to me. Yeah. Oh, what are we doing? I think that maybe on the bright side, maybe. It, it like if you this has happened to you before you go out to go buy something and you forget your wallet at home mm-hmm. um i guess if you at least have your phone with you and you have your fancy shirt right you're good to go you're good to go you could still uh, you know buy that gallon of milk that you <laughs> needed to buy or, or or whatever you know yeah, what i mean like something yeah. sort of essential mm-hmm. um or you know maybe you were just out for that one thing mm-hmm uh, so I guess like it could have that sort of perk, mm-hmm. but it seems a little unnecessary. Yeah. It's just a, I mean, 
and it gets down to it i guess a lot of things that we have are unnecessary we can get by without them it's just like a, a modern convenience but like i don't know i don't i don't know if i would uh immediately subscribe to having pants that would pay for things for me <laughs> pay me pants pay pants pay pants yeah <laughs> it's hey like, uh is this the new jinko pay pants yeah you got those jinko pay pants yeah with the jinko pay pants you can actually put your purchase right up your ankle the opening in your yeah. ankle. <laughs> like, now with bags <laughs> built-in bags are reusable it's very environmentally friendly yeah that's true <laughs> cuts down on plastic <laughs> 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 funny <laughs> i uh the yeah i think i agree like i don't know if we like i feel like we've, we've looked for all these ways to speed up transactions all right like we like you don't have to get your card out anymore you don't have to get cash out anymore you can just use your card now you can just wave your phone now you can just wave your shirt or your pay pants but those aren't the longest parts of a transaction anyway it's not like that part took forever it's like why are we trying to speed up something that was already pretty quick to begin with uh like when you're in the grocery yeah. store like the longest part of the experience when you're checking waiting out for your stuff to get bagged yeah so like put your put your energy on that stuff yeah maybe teleport the groceries into the bag directly <laughs> <laughs> that's the part that needs speeding up maybe. no offense to people that work in the, i'm just saying like it's not like we're losing missing out on time because it took too long to get our debit cards out maybe uh and on the other hand, maybe it's a way to better enhance customer service so that people aren't necessarily caught up in the um, focus of paying for things, but the human interaction that occurs when you do check out of somewhere. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Allows for some uh, more uh, talking between people. Yeah. More, uh, more of a personable business relationship. I like that. And I, I'm, there, I'm sure that there are some places that really could use some of that. There are other places that are a hot mess. And you don't want to interact with those people. That is true. Are you going to be paying with a cash credit or pay pants? <laughs> uh, pay pants, please. Oh, great. And that's an open door for conversation. <laughs> are plastic bags okay? No, shove them right up my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my own. You throw your foot up on it. The register. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right up here, please. <laughs> I wonder if, like, if you don't have money in your account, I wonder if, like, the pay pants, like, gives you, like, a little shock. <laughs> 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 that's funny i can't think of the the sociological experiment off the top of my head uh but like you know when you <laughs> you have that like that shock for doing something wrong or it's like <laughs> oh, or like yeah, a shock yeah. collar like a dog yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> yeah it's called the gilbert gilbert gottfried uh <laughs> experiment now <laughs> Every time I see hear that no, I pee my pants. Is that weird? <laughs> Short circuited my pay pants. Oh no. Can I borrow can I borrow some money person in line behind me? <laughs> Why are your pants smoking? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Did you light those with a magnifying glass? <laughs> no, it's not that kind of smoking, you stupid. <laughs> Kevin, so one of these is real. Huh? Yes, one of these headlines is an actual real story that occurred this week on the internet. 
I wish I had like an echo on my voice when I said <laughs> that. <laughs> this week, week on the internet. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, all right. My guess for the real headline this week is going to be the clothing line. Okay. To me, that seems the most plausible. Mm-hmm. But also people are really dumb, so it wouldn't put it past me that people would be needing to be told to stop making eggs on the sidewalk. Right. So, <laughs> right. Uh, that's going to be my guess. Okay. My first guess. Is so I'm sorry. The first guess is going to be the clothing, clothing line. line. Uh, that is a good guess, but it's not the right guess. It's a fake headline. It is a fake headline. Line, line, line. All right. So people are really stupid and they're cooking eggs on the sidewalk and they have to be told no. That's also fake. Really? Yes. Oh, good. I'm, yes. I feel really happy <laughs> that humanity is not as horrible as I think it is sometimes. Well, this story might change your mind. No. It, uh, yes. It's a true article from time.com. Scientists just teleported an object into space for the first time. That's really terrifying. This is incredible, That's isn't it? That's super crazy. Yeah, this is unreal. Uh, this is from July 12th. Uh, uh, scientists have successfully teleported an object from Earth to space for the first time, paving the way for more ambitious and futuristic breakthroughs. Wow. A team of researchers in China sent a photon from the ground to an orbiting satellite more than 300 miles above through a process known as quantum entanglement. Wow. It's the farthest distance tested so far in teleportation experiments, said the researchers. So they've done this before, but in shorter distances. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I, I feel like I've never heard of this before. Like, it's, it's always been such science fiction. But right. Wow, that's really crazy. Yeah, I had no idea they are working on this. So it says, for about a month, scientists beamed up millions of photons from their ground station in Tibet to a low orbiting satellite they were successful in more than 900 cases so out of the millions that they were sending only 900 were successful wow so we got a little ways to go it sounds like on uh, teleporting sidewalk eggs into space did you already define this but what's a proton i did not uh, define that it um you I want me to look it up real quick? yeah i don't know what Just i don't know it. science very well Okay. I, I remember the the term from science class, but that was a long time ago. Uh, uh, what is it? Well, here's what quantum entanglement is, the, the process that they're using to teleport. Uh, quantum entanglement is a strange phenomenon that occurs when two quantum objects, such as photons, form at the same instant and point in space, so share the same existence. Okay. In technical terms, they are described by the same wave function, says the article. So a photon is a particle representing representing a quantum of light or other electromagnetic radiation. Mm. A photon carries energy proportional. proportional oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why am I so gershbermy today? <laughs> it's not the first time that's happened. Well, you did go through the teleportation machine earlier. <laughs> Maybe something got a little thrown off <laughs> a, a photon carries energy proportion proportional to the radiation frequency but has zero rest mass wow so it doesn't weigh anything when it's at rest but has energy when it's transported that's wild so this quantum entanglement oh. basically means that the same object appears at two different places in space and time at the same time Okay. So this latest development in uh, teleportation comes uh, almost a year after physicists successfully conducted the first quantum teleportation outside of a laboratory. Scientists at the time determined quantum teleportation 
which is often depicted as a futuristic tool in science fiction films, uh-huh. is in fact possible. That's I, I. It's strange. Yeah, I my my brain is just so blown by that. Yeah. Possibility. Right. I mean, it, it's not. Um, an exact science <laughs> because they've sent m- millions of these photons up into space and only 900 and only 900 times, which is a lot, 900. But when you're comparing it to millions, mm-hmm. like there's a pretty low success rate so yeah. far. So we don't yeah. quite understand why it's working or how to get it to work. Yeah. But it could lead to some advances in, uh, and actually, you know what the reason I, I think there is more to this article. Let me grab this. Uh, well, I was just thinking maybe part of the reason why it might be helpful is, um, you know, say, say, um, there's like an organ transplant or something. And, you know, once they discover a, a, a good, um, uh, fail safe way to do this, they could, uh, you know, maybe transport an organ to right. someone in need Yeah, that's far away, you know, right. in time. And maybe by that point we're like growing them artificially somehow and you can just beam it to someone quickly you know what i mean that would be awesome that would be really cool yeah i did skip over one paragraph here i knew there was more to the story but i had scrolled by it uh so this is a quote from the uh mit paper that uh published this it says this work establishes the first ground satellite uplink for faithful and ultra long-lasting quantum teleportation an essential step towards global scale quantum internet so they're working on this for delivering the internet purposes <laughs> to people. Isn't that shitty? Yeah. <laughs> like this amazing tool that we've discovered. Like We're like, yeah, you could do great things with it, but then it's the internet. Right. Which, want- I mean, the internet's great, but like. Yeah. Like, I guess maybe sending information quicker to people through their phones. Information and energy is probably a lot easier to be able to figure out than an actual object. Right. Because right now that's what they're sending is uh, a photon, which yeah. is energy. So to be able to transport it is, is probably... Yeah, a solid device is yeah. the object is probably far off, like you said. But, but I mean, the same principles may apply to that. And maybe one day that's what people will be doing. I want to look this up real quick. Is it... I want to say... Is it Tommy or Timmy TV? <laughs> Mike TV. That's his name. Mike TV. Mike TV. I can't remember it. Are you ready? Yes. Kevin, here are my three headlines. Headline number one. Harvard to set, har, excuse me, Harvard set to launch baby genius school. <laughs> Harvard to s- Harvard set to launch Baby Genius School. I don't know why I keep having dyslexia while trying to read that. What's wrong with my brain? Harvard set to launch Baby Genius School. You did it. Yeah. (laughs) Headline number two. This guy draws in his sleep, but has no artistic talent when awake. (laughs) This guy draws in his sleep, but has no artistic talent when awake. And headline number three. Why are children in an Indian village hearing a distant song not heard by their elders? Oh. Why are children in a distant in an Indian village hearing a distant song not heard by their elders? That's creepy. Yeah. Well, these are some doozies. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so headline number one, Harvard's set to launch Baby Genius School. Now, there was a, a, a movie called Baby Geniuses, wasn't there? Like a cartoon? Was it a cartoon? What was Baby Geniuses? Was that? I, I feel like that was a movie. Was it a live action For movie? some reason, I'm thinking of like, look who's talking now. I should Google it in case you see something weird. <laughs> yeah, you look it up. <laughs> Don't Google things that have to do with my headlines. Oh, jeez. Because then, then what if something pops up? Then it's real. Yeah, that's you true. You think it's real. Right, right. Maybe it is real. I don't want you to see anything okay, revealing. I didn't see anything revealing. Gosh. Baby geniuses. I think it was a, a live action movie, wasn't it? Yeah, like a look who's talking type thing, right? It was from 1999. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because like look who's talking is exactly what I had in my head. Mm-hmm. Are you, were you right? Is it live action? It is live action. Okay. It has Kathleen? <laughs> it's Kathleen Turner and Christopher Lloyd. Really? As the babies? Yeah. Or the parents? <laughs> or yeah. grandparents? The uh, tagline on it is "Think innocent, think helpless, think again." <laughs> uh, baby geniuses. Naps are history. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> it has like two little test tubes full uh, of milk. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're. Yeah. Uh, I just imagine at the baby genius school at Harvard, there's like a, a baby sitting in a high chair with like spaghetti all over his face and hands going, we can teleport photons into space. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> imagine the internet capabilities, <laughs> the implications. <laughs> well, you see here, Willard, uh, another baby walks up eating a push pop. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Don't worry about it, Willard. <laughs> I got it from Professor Marianne. <laughs> I just imagine like another baby with like a pipe, but like bubbles are coming out of it. Like, all right. <laughs> now what are you trying to say? <laughs> I love baby geniuses. They've, they've walked into these baby geniuses writing all over the wall with, with crayon and the teacher's like, what? It, you guys, I told you. Just use the chalkboard or the white erase board, the smart board, any of that. Like, you, don't don't use, don't write with crayon. Permanent marker. Really, my lipstick. You, you use my lipstick on the wall and they're all sitting there. <laughs> but they've written out like this amazing equation and like yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and then i just imagine like a um did you ever have a a class in, in college where it was like a stadium seating you know like yeah. it was like a raked seating type of thing yeah like i just imagine like all these like babies in like car carriers like all sitting like just <laughs> maybe 50 or 60 of them and then all the parents are down in the front like waving rattles trying to get their attention <laughs> to like listen to the professor listen to the professor <laughs> they're all standing behind the professor waving waving keys and stuff like <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> it is just a bitter angry professor like, He's like i a... went to yale <laughs> to come here to teach this to teach babies they told me it was going to be revolutionary <laughs> all the kids are just staring off <laughs> looking around not even paying attention <laughs>
They've got their hands and their noses and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's like a kid standing in a crib and like the, the mobile hanging above them. Mobile? Not a mobile. Yeah, the right? mobile. Mobile, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just like computer parts and they're like building. They're taking them down and building something. In the, <laughs> <laughs> I fixed your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't get Legos. They get like... Uh, yeah, like uh, hard drives, hard drives, and <laughs> memory sticks. assemble. Yeah, it's just memory sticks hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Genius School is a hit. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they probably have it broken up into different programs too, like that. <laughs> it's uh, it's at Harvard, so they still have the Harvard Lampoon, but it's all just like doo doo jokes for babies. <laughs> 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 National Lampoons, look who's talking five. <laughs> the five is an outline of a traced hand. <laughs> it's like a turkey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this Thanksgiving. I wonder how a kid would get uh, into uh, Baby Genius School. A lot of testing. A lot of testing. It's kind of like... You or know, a rich parent spending more money. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that you know maybe former Harvard graduates their kids get first dibs. Mm, first bibs, you mean? First bibs. Yeah, they get first bibs. They're, they're <laughs> 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 yes, it's exactly what I mean. <laughs> they get first bibs. <laughs> You're right. They're like a legacy. They have to get let into yeah. the school, right? Yeah. What, the, what they call it? Yeah. <laughs> I like this idea. I think it's uh, like, why give kids so much enjoyable free time when they're born? Like, let's get them into school right away. Let's get them learning right away. Yeah. Uh, we need with, to, the world needs help. Yeah, we we do. <laughs> uh, baby lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> baby lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I entered law school right out of the fourth grade. <laughs> Passed the bar by the skin of my gums. <laughs> His teeth didn't come didn't in yet. He just well, lost like I some. I knew of- that's what you meant when you said that. <laughs> 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 the bar exam is like just like the jungle gym bars where you have to like hang and like walk. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> work your way down the line. <laughs> yeah, Passed the bar. Good job. You did it. Great job. <laughs> I'd like to imagine for a minute just just imagine for a moment uh, a baby judge <laughs> their gavel's cute. like a rattle I know yeah it's so cute <laughs> case closed <laughs> why does a kid talk like that I don't know uh, we're gonna have to take a short recess so we can nap <laughs> and then we're gonna have to take a short recess for actual recess <laughs> 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 yay yeah. <laughs> uh, does anybody have juice and apple slices for your honor? <laughs> he is a little hungry. Didn't get his nap earlier. He's a little, a little fussy today. <laughs> that's how the that's how the judges try, or that's how the lawyers try to like win the case. So they like, yeah. They're like, uh, your honor, I've got a juice box. <laughs> like, they, don't even, they don't even present any but it's evidence. Like an adult. It's an adult. <laughs> yeah, they're adults trying, yeah. playing to this baby. They're just like, oh, I got a juice box. Um, your honor, I would like to take a moment to allow you to play with my iPhone. 
wants ice cream? <laughs> the jury's all babies again, just sitting there. Who wants ice cream? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, they I, are geniuses, though. That's true. <laughs> they just don't know how to express themselves because they're still babies. Yeah. <laughs> but we trust that they're uh answer will be correct yeah so we just, they just present to them like two pictures and they, they like whatever one they like bang their rattle on is the winner <laughs> of the case <laughs> that's it <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> that would suck that if you went to like uh you went to like baby harvard and then but when you got older you had to go like back to public school because they realized like you weren't that like smart <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh that's sad or like you you graduated and uh well you went to to baby harvard and then you went to like a private school and then you graduated and like you couldn't get into like grown-up harvard yeah yeah and oh. you're like, oh, your parents are really disappointed <laughs> oh that's a hard life you just walk around with your your little leather uh your varsity Harvard jacket from when you were a baby. I know. Like slumped over your shoulder, <laughs> walking around with it. Your jacket looks really small. Yeah, well, I used to go to Harvard, okay? <laughs> I was really young. <laughs> I've gotten real big since then, okay? <laughs> I've gotten bigger and dumber, all right? <laughs> Is that what you wanted to hear? <laughs> God. <laughs> hey, Kevin, you want to talk about this guy who draws in his sleep? <laughs> yes, I do. So he like instead of like sleepwalking, he like wakes up and just starts drawing. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever done anything like that in your sleep? Have you ever written anything down while sleeping? I don't think think so. I I don't think anyone's ever been like, "Hey, you did this weird thing in your sleep." Same here. I don't think I have any stories like that. Mm -mm. Like I've definitely gone to parties and stayed at people's houses uh, post party where drunken people have gotten up in the middle of the night and peed where they shouldn't pee. That's upsetting. Yeah. Like this guy uh, like peed on a coffee table. He just got <gasps> up in the middle of the night and peed on a coffee table. Just didn't realize where he was. Didn't realize where he was. Oh, yeah. no. So, I mean. That's disgusting. I mean, I, obviously, it's not the same as an artist, <laughs> although. No. Uh, he um, it just the idea that you're, able, you're up and doing something, but not aware of it. Yeah. It's very fascinating to me. Yeah. Sleepwalking is something that really baffles me. Me too. I don't understand how it works. Yeah. I know my sister would sleepwalk occasionally when we were very young, mm-hmm. but I don't think I ever did that. I don't think I ever yeah. slept, slept walk. Is that the past tense? That makes sense Sleep, to me. Sleepwalked. Yeah. Sleepwalked would be it. Yeah. No, I've never did that. that that's, uh, have you ever dealt with a sleepwalker? Uh-uh. No. Me, no. I don't think I have either. It's my understanding you're not supposed to wake them up. I've heard that too. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know either. Like what could, what could go wrong? <laughs> they, they end up, they wake up, uh, completely detached from reality. Oh, that I could be. I don't know. Yeah. What could, I mean, I don't know. They're strange. I wonder what the person is drawing. Are they drawing, uh, like... Their dreams, maybe? Drawing dreams? That could be. Yeah. Like, um, like that might be kind of nice. If you... Because sometimes... I know that sometimes I do dream, and then it's like you wake up, and then they just they flutter f- away. They go away so quick, don't and they? And you never see them again. And yeah. you're just like, what? Just what? like real dreams. Why well, can't I... <laughs> <laughs> they rush away so fast. Uh, 
<laughs> they were there once right I was going to be a dancer. I visualized it so clearly. <laughs> I went to baby college for it. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, and uh so imagine how nice that must be to be able to recall your dreams while they're happening. Mm. And and actually drawing a, a picture of what you think it is that's that's occurring in your brain. That's crazy. Like, that's uh, pretty wild. Yeah. I think that would be neat. Yeah. Most of my dreams are like nonsensical, the ones I remember. It, it's like a, it's like a, a, like I've constructed a strange reality that mm-hmm. seems appropriate in the dream. Yeah. Which, which, I'm sorry, which also to me is strange because it's like this reality that we're in, it, we all... You know, you just you just know that this is what's happening, right? Uh-huh, but uh-huh. in the dream, you have just as much conviction of what you're doing is what you should be doing, and the world, the way that your mind is set up, the world is the way the world is. Right. It's like how, but it's not, but it, but it absolutely is not. It's just not a made up thing in your head. Yeah. Like that kind of freaks me out a little bit that we're able to kind of trick ourselves like that, or it's super weird, or have those feelings like that. Yeah. What was that? What was that? Oh, it was Alexa. <laughs> Do I have to go tell her to stop? I think she'll stop. <laughs> that really freaked me out. Yeah, me too. Uh, we just yeah. heard someone talking in our home, uh, and it was Alexa. <laughs> we had set a reminder earlier. Telling me to make some rice. <laughs> that was freaky. <laughs> wow, that scared the crap out of me. Yeah, me too. I just teleported away so I could poop quick and come back. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I was home, I just didn't want to do it near me. I was so scared. <laughs> Thank you. I was so scared. Uh, <laughs> man. Yeah, so about our brains constructing a reality. <laughs> <laughs> we just thought there was someone in our home. <laughs> so funny. Mm. Yeah, that's really freaky, though, because it's just like, uh, I don't know, it just the, the fragility, fragility of the mind or the mm-hmm. just the ease of which we're sort of persuaded. Okay, this is how things are. Yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. that kind of echoes into reality, into real life yeah. in ways we don't really probably think about. Yeah. Yikes. This is a deep episode. Oh. We're thinking some shit. Yeah. <laughs> we must sound like it. two, we sound like two hippies on LSD probably to, in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so like what if a photon were to appear um, in a dream? Imagine man. how cool it would be to like transport organs. Yeah. God, that'd be so dope. Be saving lives. Saving lives and yeah. sending snacks. <laughs> Isn't it so crazy how your brain it just takes over and it's like, hey, this is real. And you wake up and boom. This is what's real. <laughs> like what if this is a dream and I'm gonna wake up in a few minutes? I don't know. Oh my god. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is this episode. Yeah. <laughs> nope just a real sober conversation yeah totally normal <laughs> uh yeah i um i i think it's really interesting to be able to dream i don't i don't really remember my dreams that often if i do dream it's like Same every here. it's it's pretty rare like probably eight percent of my dreams i remember mm-hmm. but then i remember dreams from when i was a kid yeah but I don't remember dreams I had last week. Right. Like, why is that? Do they they do they have some kind of profound effect that 30 years later I still remember it? Here's a fun LSD conversation. Uh, 
I'm not on LSD, but like it's going to sound like I am. <laughs> but it's also kind of backed by science. So I think oh. that, okay, so when you're young, your brain is much more susceptible to being molded into understanding emotions and, and uh, um, thought patterns and uh, how you interact with people socially and all of that. That like your brain is most malleable uh, from like ages, you know, zero to nine. So I think that maybe because of how uh, how your brain is able to comprehend information in such a an an absorption absorption sort of manner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that maybe that's mm. why you can remember your dreams more vividly versus when you're older, you're already full of oh, like yeah. your, your brain has kind of molded to the information it already knows and understands. And so it doesn't have room to absorb or retain any of the fantasy that you would as a kid. Ah, okay. It was more, maybe like, as you were talking about that too, it sounded like you were, when you, I forget the word you use, but you're more like impressionable maybe as yeah, a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, so these dreams have more of a profound influence on who you're becoming. Yeah, yeah. And now that we're already became who we are, like they don't resonate as well maybe yeah, or something. Exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. I like, yeah, that yeah. is a, hold on, let me take another hit and then we'll, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I yeah, no, no, you're, I, I think you're right. right. I think you're right. I think that's why, like, in theory, children see ghosts because their mind is more open. They're taking in more information. Yeah. They're more in tune with with the world in a different way because they're developing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. And maybe somehow these dreams, while they may not make sense, maybe they're imparting or imprinting certain lessons or ways we're going to be as we get older uh-huh. you know but that also kind of sucks though too because some of the dreams i had as a kid were filled with fear and anxiety and i wonder if that kind of turned me into who i turned into <laughs> you know what someone I mean? full of fear and anxiety yeah, yeah. oh just, maybe you know what i mean like maybe yeah. some of the like if you just happen to have that kind of dream it ends up having a powerful uh, future effect on you uh-huh <sighs> Wow. Maybe that's why I want to sleep so much. I'm trying to undo and have a dream where it reprograms me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's okay, I promise. Also, the idea, too, I mean, we're, we're talking dreams, but this guy is also, uh, this guy's painting or drawing, but doing something that he can do in the dream, but can't do in the waking reality. Yeah. Which that's also pretty interesting. Yeah. So it's like, maybe, maybe there's just like one part of his brain that didn't close up. Right, right. Or something. Yeah. That's still able to, uh, like in the dream, in the reality that he's created in the dream, if the reality that's been created is that you're an artist and you are still awake or your body was able to move in the waking world, would you be able to sort of manifest that drawing that you're dreaming of? Right. Wow. That's pretty cool too. Yeah. Holy crap. Whoa. My mind is blown. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. <laughs> this is our most deep episode ever. <laughs> Going deep. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, that's fascinating that somebody would be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, what other skills? Maybe somebody could be a musician in their sleep, maybe? Yeah. Or uh, a dancer. 
<laughs> I've definitely moonwalked to the bathroom in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's wild. So, Tiffany, you're telling me that there's children that can hear a distant song that parents can't hear. Yeah, in an Indian village. This sounds like a Pied Piper sitch. It is a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a Pied Piper. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't really understand the, it may have been an episode of this where you had to explain to me what the Pied Piper, uh, um, uh, fairy tale was. Cause oh. I, I don't really, I'm not super familiar with it. I explained that once on this, ep- on this show. <laughs> I think so. Cause I don't remember. I feel like it was a conversation that we had. Maybe it wasn't recorded. Maybe it was just something. No, that it probably was. And I just don't remember. Had as a person to person conversation <laughs> we talk about stuff we do <laughs> the uh, so the pied piper of hamlin or just the pied piper is the titular character of the legend of the town of hamlin lower saxony germany the legend dates back to the middle ages and uh it says the legend dates back to the middle ages the earliest reference describing a piper dressed in multicolored or pied clothing who was a rat catcher hired by the town to lure rats away with his magic pipe. When the citizens refuse to pay for his services, he retaliates by using the instrument's magical powers on their children, leading them away as he would have the rats. So this became like a, uh, the Brothers Grimm kind of retold the story. Lots of different uh, uh, stories through history. But yeah, that was the basic idea. Yeah. I always thought it was Pied Piper in that they had like pies with them. And they were like playing a flute and like holding like a freshly baked pie. <laughs> so like if the sound didn't That's get you, that smell was going to get you. <laughs> no one can resist a fresh baked pie. No, they can't. No. I would follow as a child and as yeah. an adult, I would follow someone dressed in a multicolored outfit holding a pie. Yeah. I would follow them into Yeah, the me woods. too. <laughs> like, where, are you, where are you going with that? No, excuse me, Pied Piper. Please mm. don't smash that into a clown's face. <laughs> Just put it in mine. Smash it in my mouth. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that's the Pied Piper. <laughs> so the song that they're hearing, like, what could it be, I wonder? I, yeah, I don't know. It, um, it, <laughs> it, it sounds like it, it would be in a, in a, a less uh, populated area. So it's like a tribal area, okay. you know? So it's not like a whole lot of technological advancements or anything like that. There's a lot of uh, um, more of a, a rainforest environment around there. So maybe... Okay. I don't know if it has to do with that. It seems strange that only kids would hear it, right? Right, right. So does it have to be do with like... Uh, a certain frequencies maybe that kids can hear yeah that's what i was thinking maybe too. you're more open to hearing things too at a certain age I don't yeah know. yeah because i think that um there's something that happens as we get older where like our ears are no longer able to hear certain sounds yes because like i think frequencies. yeah because we did like a test didn't we do like a test on the internet once where it was a tone it was a thing on facebook years ago where you would play this video and Depending on your age range, you would hear certain tones on the audio. Yes. Okay. And yeah. So like, oh, I forgot you, about that. Yeah. Like, oh, you have the hearing of a 60 year old, even though you're 25 or whatever. <laughs> you're like, oh, jeez. <laughs> what did I do wrong? I blame the 90s. <laughs> All those headphones. All those headphones. Uh, that Walkman was just blessed in a way. <laughs> well, think of the damage. Like, I think of this, I think of this of myself because I wore 
headphones quite a lot as a child when I'd go out and about into the world. I worry about it now because I wear them every day when well, I go to work. Well, sure, but in but also you're not wearing like giant headphones that are encompassing your entire ear. And no, then, they're just going right in there. Right, which is also probably bad. <laughs> yeah. But, but you're not like listening to it very loudly at work. Right. Yeah. You're listening to it in, in the lower t- lower volume. But I do worry about people that wear headphones a lot because I think, gosh, I did a lot. I did damage. Definitely did damage with just run-of-the-mill headphones that are terrible right and weren't like super loud yeah. I guess they probably were loud for the time but they didn't have like all the supersonic powerful sound that ones do now uh-huh yeah yeah so so i mean these kids are un well i would, I would assume the adults are too they're unaffected by things like that where they had walkmans or anything as kids but right so if it, it was said it was like an area that was more un not uh, untechnologically advanced yeah I so guess, for like a better more term. of like a what are you doing oh i was gonna i sorry i was working on something quick too uh about this okay don't worry uh um i figured out what i was gonna say oh so yeah it's more of a an um what's the word i'm looking for like not unpopulated but like not as uh, technologically advanced. Yeah. A rural, Underdeveloped. More of a rural area. Maybe a rural. Yeah, that maybe zone. that works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm gonna play that hearing test for you. Okay. Okay. So if you can hear this song, you're probably in your thirties. You're the worst. You ass hat. (laughs) (laughs) You did that with such a straight face. (laughs) (laughs) That was really good. That was very funny. (laughs) You should have. I love you. (laughs) Sorry. Maybe that's what they're hearing. Maybe the maybe yeah, the whole town's getting rickrolled. All the kids. <laughs> like, uh, mom, what does "never gonna give you up" mean? <laughs> never gonna turn around and hurt you? What? <laughs> 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 Who's Rick Astley? <laughs> the parents drop what they're doing immediately. <laughs> Who told you that? Who told you about Rick Astley? It's <laughs> uh, really funny. Hmm. <laughs> What if what if it's like a a song that's being blown through the rainforest and it just sounds like a song but it's not actually a song okay but it's still at a frequency that only kids can hear that could be like it could be um because there are like uh like sometimes if you hear like a like a white noise you can kind of uh you're kind you can kind of almost like imagine that you're hearing something else through it mm-hmm. do you ever do that mm-hmm. like I know yeah. I've, I know I've heard tones where I thought I've heard like music or something but it's just yeah. like through like a more of like a but it's more of like a white noise situation yeah because we have we have one in our bedroom and sometimes it like for me sometimes that's what it sounds like mm-hmm. it sounds like there's like music or music something or, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that too and so it's it's almost like a, a level did we talk about this last week where it kind of seems like hallucination no i don't think a so little bit. maybe i'm just having deja vu or something huh um but like how your brain just thinks that it's hearing that so then it Maybe we did talk about it. Makes up. That does sound familiar now that you mention it. Yeah. 
but I remember that freaked me out as a kid because there was something at uh, my parents' house. Like I forget if it was an air. My parents always had like an air cleaner going mm-hmm. in the house, and I remember as a kid sometimes I'd hear like I thought I would hear like talking or like music happening very late at night. Which maybe my house was haunted. That could be too. Yeah. But it would it would kind of freak me out because I'd be like, well, Am I hearing that? Am I making that up? You know what I mean? Because like, in your house you used to have like lots of weird parties and stuff there before your parents moved in yes there were like cigarette burns on the carpet when we moved in <laughs> i remember <laughs> uh, <laughs> which be more careful if you're at someone's house smoking <laughs> for crying out loud. jesus like what a bunch Don't of just jerks put it out on the carpet you jerk yeah jeez yeah but yeah i wonder what they're i wonder what that is i wonder if it is something where maybe it's a naturally occurring sound because there have been like cases where maybe it's not like a musical sound but there was a thing I want to say in the Midwest a few years ago where people were hearing like a droning sound out of nowhere yes, uh-huh. and the whole town, it was like a, it became like a national news story where yeah. people were like hearing this strange sound Yeah, and, and no I one think could pinpoint where it was coming from. They could hear it. Uh, there's one, well, I think there's different places around the world that have heard it. Like mm-hmm. I think there was a place in the UK also. Yes. Yes, there was. Yeah, but I don't remember if there was ever any sort of resolution Mm-mm. to that. I don't remember that either, because I remember talking to people about that, because mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. a, kind of a big story. Yeah. So it could be something like that. It could be like a naturally occurring thing that maybe only certain ears are hearing because of the uh, their age. Mm-hmm. It could be. Yeah. But I hope it's a pleasant song. I hope it's not like uh, creepy or Swedish anything. death metal or something <laughs> they're hearing. <laughs> no, I th- yeah, I think it is something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not menacing. And if children are hearing it, maybe it's like the beginning uh, music to Sesame Street or something before the lyrics <laughs> kick in. <laughs> like that kind of jangly, yeah. like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun to hear all the time. Yeah. I don't think I get tired of that. No, and the adults can't hear it, so then I got mad about it. They're fine. It's like a Sesame Street dog whistle. To yeah. Kids. <laughs> yeah. Sesame Street dog whistle. <laughs> So, Tiffany, you're trying to tell me that one of these is a real deal story. Yeah. I really don't know, because these all don't seem real. <laughs> hmm. This is, a, I don't know. Um, let's go with the sleep artist. The sleep artist? You yeah. think that one's the real one? Yeah. Well, you are correct. That is the real headline. Is it really? Mm-hmm. That was just a hundred percent guess. I really had no <laughs> idea. You were talking. I about just made it it's like the a real pouty face. <laughs> I'm sorry. Darn I, it! I really wasn't. I was really torn between the song and the artist. I was really hoping that I was very convincing. It was. It was tough. Man. It was a hundred percent guess. There was no. It was just I had a fifty-fifty shot. <laughs> So you did do a good Baby job. Geniuses was not convincing at all. No, it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was very fun to joke around about. <laughs> of the three, those two seem the most plausible. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So this is from the New York Post. This guy draws in his sleep but has no artistic talent when awake. Lee Hadwin has no artistic uh, ability unless he's asleep. (laughs) Once he conks out, the self-dubbed sleep artist creates celebrity portraits, 
classical nudes, and stunning abstracts that he sells for thousands of dollars. Really? I can't draw when I'm awake, said Hadwin, 44, who got, his, who got terrible grades in high school art class in his native Wales. Yet when asleep, he is able to control images he puts down. He just doesn't remember doing it. It began when Hadwin was just four years old. He started scribbling on the walls and floor of his bedroom after he fell asleep. <laughs> Baby genius artist. I know. <laughs> I would go downstairs at night and draw under the staircase, he recalled. His parents took him to the doctors after a few years of his unusual behavior, but they were told it was just sleepwalking with an artistic flair. <laughs> my mind is in a state of, uh, excuse me, my mind is in a sleeping state and my body is in a waking state, Hadwin said. When he was 15, his overnight etchings resulted in three portraits of Marilyn Monroe. Wow. Only after I drew them, that's when I thought, something strange is going on, he said. But it wasn't until the early 2000s when he was asked to show his work at a library that he gained attention as an artist. A local newspaper did a story on the show, and it was picked up by the British national media. Hmm. My life changed overnight, he said. It went from a local library doing five pictures and frames to this global recognition in the art world. Hadwin has been examined by sleep artists, or excuse me, <laughs> sleep artists, yeah, uh, otherwise known as experts. Uh, <laughs> sleep experts. <laughs> from Scotland to Japan, who documented his actions, but gave little explanation for how he gains an artistic ability that disappears with the sun. Does does he do this every night? That's what I think. Um, wow. Sometimes he'll get out of bed two or three times in a single night. Other times, a few weeks might pass without him picking up a pencil. Okay. There you go. The London resident says he fully embraced his skills about 10 years ago when he started stashing art supplies under his bed to be ready for his inspirations. <laughs> That's a good idea. That is good. They say you should keep a notebook by your bedside in case you wake up or like help you remember your dreams or, or yeah. your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've done it since I was four years old. So for me, I don't know any different, he said. But he explains it's difficult to explain his nocturnal exploits to others, including his husband, Clinton. It took him about eight months to believe it, Hadwin said. Several pieces, including two Marylands, have sold for thousands of dollars. Wow. The most he got was about 125000 He donates a portion of his sale to charities like Amnesty International. Oh, that's good. Hadwin didn't always consider himself an artist, and many art critics say he still shouldn't. But oh. He, but he shrugs off negative reviews. I'll take it with a pinch of salt, he said. My art is what it's worth. Wow. Yeah. That's really wild. Yeah. Are, yeah. are there some examples of his work there in that article? Um, I think there's a, a video here. Okay. If you play Rick Astley, I'm going to kick your butt. <laughs> I don't know how long. Oh, this is like four minutes long, but maybe they'll... Oh, wow. Wow, that is pretty good. So I just get up in the middle of the night and just basically scribble on the walls. At the age of 15, uh, that's when the art started to become really intricate and I drew three small Marilyn Monroes. What was strange is because These are very detailed. This is much more uh, professional looking than I expected. That was really when I sat up and thought, was something strange going on here? This is from the BBC, by the way. Now, is he really a sleep artist? Is, is someone watching him do this? Or is this like a gimmick that he's using to make his art more valuable because he can say, oh, I did this in my sleep? That's what I... Yeah, that's a good... 
Well, if he's been studied by a sleep. Oh, you did say yeah. That's experts. right. Experts. Yeah. 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 So I'd be interested to watch this video. We can watch yeah. it together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's very very fascinating. Wow, that's wild. Uh, to to have one gift when you're uh, asleep. Mm -hmm. um, another but, when you're but, awake. And another when you're awake. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's really, really interesting. Wow. It's cool. That Very cool. We're, there's no end to how baffling the human brain can be. Mm -hmm. like, there's so much we just don't understand about it. No. And You're right. this is just a prime example of how, how, uh, mysterious we are as a, as a species. Like we, we still have so much to learn. Yeah. That's, that's really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, this is this is dope. This is such a dope. This is a dope. Such a dope. This is a dope episode. I'm a dope. <laughs> I can't speak English sometimes. You know what we should try to do? Let's try to let's while we have our recording equipment out. Why don't we take a nap and see if we record anything while we're? Uh, yeah, that sounds maybe like that's a, what we. Maybe that would a, be real thrilling <laughs> to edit. Let's do that when we can hire someone to do that for All us. Right, fine. <laughs> right, that'll be an idea for later. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you had a good time. We sure did. Yeah, what a fun episode, Kat. Yeah, it was good times. Uh, I love you. Great job. I love you. Great job. <laughs> you can just call me Tiff. Oh. <laughs> All right, great job. <laughs> Check us out on social media, uh, Fake Headlines Podcast over on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, Fake Head Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and I still have that Pinterest going. Still haven't done a lot with it. Fake headlines Look, I've podcast. Had a, I've had a real busy summer. <laughs> Every week I'm just going to make excuses until Every it's week, done. It's so fun to me to see that you get so mad. You're like, also Pinterest, I'm working on it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm working it's on it. Right. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, find us pretty much anywhere that you can download a podcast, which is what you can tell your friends. Uh, tell them that we're available on Apple Podcasts. Yep. Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Laughable, Himalaya. Google Podcasts. Luminosity. Luminosity. You can also just go to fakeheadlinespodcast.com. There's plenty of links there to other sources. You can also just stream right there in your browser uh, directly on the webpage as well. We're newly on iHeartRadio. Oh, that's true too. So right. you, yeah. you can enjoy it there. Um, and if you could be so kind, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review uh, because it really helps uh, bump up our ratings on Apple Podcasts. People find us, um, make us look cool. Yeah. You don't have to write anything. All you got to do is scroll and find where it has the review section. Just click the five stars and that's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah. It helps out your friends so much. So we appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. We're your friends. That's us. That's us. Kevin Tiff, your hey. friends. Hey. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us individually on Twitter if you want. I don't really post that much on Twitter, um, but you're you're welcome to find us there. Yeah. Um, I'm at Kevin P. Dillon. And I'm at Vivian Tiffany. I might change that one day, but yeah. probably not. Yeah, it's cool. I might keep it. Do I don't want. know. That's what you get. I'm indecisive right now. Yeah, yeah but find us there on Twitter. You know what? Why don't you sleep on it? <laughs> 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 then draw us a picture. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's our show, everybody. We will see you next week. <laughs> Bye.